Welcome. We are back with another episode of Game Gurus. I really need to work on the intros. I am used, as you all know, I'm used to having a moderator here, but today it's just me and my lovely guest uh, co-host and guest, uh, Heather Nicole. Um, Heather is a very fascinating person um, that I've just met um, earlier, well, last year, late last year, and um, we've been in talks about her possibly becoming the new official uh, co-host of Game Gurus, Um, so I really think you all are going to enjoy this episode, and without further ado, we have Heather Nicole. Hello, everybody. I'm excited to be here with you all. So, Heather, you have some questions for me. That's what I hear. Yes, I do. Okay. That's a go. I'm ready. All right. So, I guess my first question is, what got you into this? I know we've talked a little bit, but how did you come down the dynamics of relationships? So, really, for me... um, I've been blessed with having a lot of people who were, um, well, I'm just going to say, I've had a lot of players around me my whole life, Um, and so I've been able to study the game. I've also been able to study, I'm also a very observant person, so just seeing people, human interactions, um, really getting in touch with and listening to my instincts about things and uh, following my intuition I'm a, I'm a life path number 11 um, I just recently found that out like maybe 3 or 4 years ago yeah um, so kind of understanding why some things in life happen, why things are shaped and how my interactions are reflected of some of those traits from being a life path 11 um and also how that fits with my um, Taurus energy as well. Um, so there's just kind of, you know kind of a lot. And so, but also trial by fire. I can't say that enough. Yeah, I've made so many mistakes. Um, Never mistakes. They they had to have happened, so they're must takes. They they must take. Yes, they're lessons. So. Yeah. Um, but definitely learn through trial by fire um, and just growing with that and being open to absorbing information from other people and um, you know and even learning from people older than me but also people my same age people younger than me like if you have good knowledge then that can always be shared yeah I totally agree with that. That's awesome. I think I'm a seven. If I'm, I've taken so many tests at this point. I believe I'm a, a life number seven. Seven. But <laughs> seven and eleven. Yeah, that's what I thought when you said that. So, what interested you to doing a podcast about it? So, a watch was um. I initially, well, let me just back up. So, my three favorite things to talk about are 
one, business. Two, like, um, empowerment. And um, three would be relationship, dating dynamics, social dynamics that come with the game. So I love... um, I, I mean, maybe it's four because I really do <laughs> love talking about music and film as well. Those are like two, and then sports would probably be like five, but it fluctuates. It's it's pretty high up there. So, um, but there's only certain people that I'll really have discussions, really deep discussions with, when it comes to dating dynamics. Yeah. Because you can't really be honest with people because most of the time they're not going to be genuine in their responses. No, nope, because they're going to want to either put on that front or play harder on on the side of um, I guess oh, I'm not for that. Right. You know. I mean, I've seen it happen. I've, I've seen guys and I've seen women do this as well where they'll say they're against something that I know for a fact because they told me or I've seen them do that very thing right. with my own eyes that they're against, you know, publicly. Right. You know, so it's just that, like, kind of clashing of your public persona and your private... Um, Truth. Yeah. So, it, it it's very interesting. So, I, I only talk to people who are pretty aligned with both of them. Yeah. You know, both aspects. So there's, and I I think that's what I really like about you. Like instantly, I think we were able to have those conversations. Yeah. It's, it's one of my top passions for sure. You know, so I, and and it's very rare to do like there, there's people I've known for years that, I may or may not have those type of deep conversations with as well as um, people really do just come to me and ask me for advice in terms of relationships Um, because I I try to be pretty objective and pretty balanced like Mm -hmm. I'm the guy that's going to tell my friend when they're in the wrong like I'm not just going to agree with you because you're my friend I've lost a lot of people from that (laughs) yeah people People want advice, but they don't want to take advice, and 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 I, you know, I kind of get sick of that too. Like, you know, people will like. I think they all sometimes just want advice as like a source of entertainment, where it's like when you're giving them advice, you're not talking to them from a a, a source of amusement. You're not there. You're you're giving them really concrete things that can be transformative so I'm going to enjoy bantering back and forth with you because I have a banter to go with this <laughs> okay what's up so on, on my side of it being the person who ha- needed the advice and also now being the advice giver there's a stance of of what I've seen a lot of my male friends and clients and a lot of my female friends and clients that You can give that advice, but they can't hear it. Even though they know that's what they got to do, even though whatever, 
the fear of the unknown and the fear of breaking up or losing the partner or being honest is a lot scarier than dealing with what you already know you can handle. Right. So getting the You advice, know you can handle a toxic situation. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. Instead of walking up and being like, hey, you can't treat me like this or hey, this isn't okay or hey, I even if it's not even like a negative thing, if it's a um a being vulnerable thing, being a whatever thing, like it's scary to do anything different. So the advice that you could give till they're blue in the face, you can give it to them a hundred times. And I get frustrated because I'm like, are you just not going to listen? But I remember being that person where I could hear it and hear it until the one day I could hear it and it clicked. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me this before? But they did. So it's not they so, did. yeah, <laughs> it's not so much, in my opinion, it's not so much the, the amusement, but I can see how you say that. But to me, it's the, the, Fear and the inability to quote unquote hear because if they hear it then their whole marriage is falling apart or they're breaking up or they're having to be vulnerable about something which could ultimately backfire and you can give advice but ultimately they're the ones that have to Mm -hmm. live it out and that's true with us as well you know Um, no I've had you know, a buddy of mine who, you know, he admitted that he was in a situation that really just wasn't right. And he had been letting things go on for far too long. He knew that um, intellectually, he knew that emotionally, but it just, something had to change within him for him mm-hmm. to be able to let that situation go. And, um, you know, like, it was pretty much just a situationship that probably, that just for a lot of reasons was never going to be a relationship. Yeah. But he was keeping that kind of, like, hope alive with the other person. And it was just, just not going to happen. He knew that. And I think on some level, she had to know that as well. But it, Again, it's, it's that comfort versus uncomfortableness. It's, I know how to deal with this one. I know... I know it needs to change, but I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready. I'm not strong enough or I'm not capable of being the one to walk away. Even though it's good or not. Because you don't know until you do something, right? Yeah. Like we were talking about before, you don't feel like you're ready. Nope. And it's, it's funny because I could hear so much and... I get annoyed. I'm like, why? Why is that the advice? Why is that? Why do you keep saying that until the day that it just clicked? And I'm like, oh, crap. And I still, even when I knew it, I still had the fear of, I can't walk away. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what that means. Right. Because it's a, it's a whole new world when you walk away. Mm-hmm. Yet I'm the one sitting there telling people, this is what you have to do. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times, um, you know, it's a do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, and, and I, I, I personally um, kind of see it both ways. Like, yeah, I think some of the best advice I've received has come from some people who 
weren't able to do something themselves, but they were trying to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I, I, I won't be able to do this, but you can do it. Save yourself, like, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of times we discount advice if someone isn't living that. Yep. And, and and I think that's a flaw. I don't know where that came from. And envious of those who did do it. Right. So I mean, the, the, there's a lot to it. Um, like and, everything. <laughs> right. You know, I. But the factors of like, I don't think you can put anyone on a pedestal. It's like, oh, the one time they didn't do it. Now everything they said wasn't true, and mm-hmm. I I shouldn't listen to them because of that. It's like, no, we're we're all human. We're all gonna make mistakes. As much as I know about dating dynamics and relationships. I still make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And those are good, though. Those are good in the sense of if you're learning from them. If you're just still making right. the same mistake, that that's a lack. That's a problematic. Yeah, that that's a lack of, and it comes back to a lack of care for yourself. Like, right. Your responsibility in in a relationship to yourself and to others is honoring whatever values that you have but if you keep making the same mistake you're like well at this point I know that if I do this they'll they'll I'll say sorry and it'll be fine kind of thing and what I see a lot of is a lapse in accountability mm-hmm. like I only take advice from people who are going to hold me accountable yeah and there's not a lot you know, of friends anymore like that in the sense really... of holding relationships together, healthy relationships, who are like, right. all right, we've got your back. We'll help you. Have, you. have you tried to do this? Have you talked to this? As long as it's a healthy situation or healthily breaking up, a lot of friends are like, oh, screw it. A lot of my girlfriends are like, oh, well, here, here's this cute guy. Instead of how can I be of help to help you build this relationship? How can I be supportive? How can I right. help this grow? Or how can I hold you accountable that, you know, your actions are kind of shitty? Like, I've seen it, and and I use this example because I feel like, um, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast yet, but a lot of times, women and their friendships do lack accountability. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, a woman can have a really good relationship and but you know something's maybe lacking and maybe it is being communicated or maybe it's not being communicated and maybe you know she ends up cheating Mm -hmm. and then when the guy breaks up with her or um moves out or there's a break or you know some friction yeah adapt in the relationship um all of her friends are gonna say well he doesn't deserve you yep you were he he left you emotionally vulnerable and he was doing this he was working he wasn't there for you you, you shouldn't they'll, they'll say everything the comfort and sometimes you need that comfort in the yeah Whole, but wholeheartedly. at some point at some point they should have said well you need to at least have one friend who's gonna say like yeah. well maybe we shouldn't have cheated on him I have I actually have a situation like that Um, years ago I was that friend 
and a very close girlfriend of mine was making some choices that I didn't agree with and I felt like I was being a babysitter and she was getting mad at me and everything kind of crumbled and broke apart because I, I, I can't speak to her side but it was it was from my side of it I wasn't allowing her to be a bad partner just because right. whatever was going on and it, it made a lot of friction for a couple of years and as of recently um, especially with now more going into what I've been doing for work she for the last year and a half I've been having my own relationship problems and I would go to talk to her and she's like you know he doesn't deserve you just leave he doesn't deserve you just leave like I heard that for a good solid three years from her and recently she came to me to talk about her and her partner the same person and I was like okay how can I be supportive like how can I help this how can I show you how to be a better individual for yourself to be a better individual in this partnership so that if you guys do separate you guys know you did everything you possibly can and she goes I am so sorry I never understood before And I told you all the times, you just need to leave. You just need to leave. And I'm so thankful right now that you're saying, here, here's the support. Here's the tools. I will support your decision, whatever you do. And it's also good to understand that some people aren't capable of being that source of support. Right. They can only support one way. Yep. Because that's all they know. Yep. And it's like. It took you a while to even get to the place where you learned how to support differently. Yep. So, can, can we kind of um, speak to that? Or did you have some more questions for me? Or We can speak to that. I, I okay. can always bounce a few questions in here and there. <laughs> okay, cool. So, so, tell us more about what you do do for work. Your, your current occupation. I hated that last sentence, <laughs> word bomb. But... <laughs> Um, truth be told, it, it's all over the place at the moment, but my sole purpose has been, I'll just word vomit myself too. Um, I want to help people in relationship either stay together or learn that, okay, it's time to part. And with that, it's really looking at your own bullshit. It's really part of my mouth. I never even asked if I could swear. <laughs> of course. Um, it's, it's really learning how to take responsibility and ownership in your life and in your relationship. It's not always your partner's fault. And so for me, it's about looking at the, ba- at the past, the trauma, the baggage that you carry around, the patterns that you repeat for, and play out and how each relationship you keep finding the same person or end up in similar situations and kind of being that stability in an unstable chaos and helping give them the tools to be able to turn around and do what they got to do to be better and supportive friends, better and supportive partners, better for themselves and take care of themselves. Um, Because I came from a very traumatic, abusive past that I was determined to not live like that anymore and I didn't want other people to live like that or go through what I did alone and so 
I kind of use my intuition and, and spiritual side and also my experience of what I've gone through and some of my schooling that I've done to get down to core issues, to, to break up all that gunk and the, the trauma. And it's not just like sexual abuse, it's all kinds. It's mental, it's emotional, it's physical, it's lack of self-confidence. It's all those kinds of things that make a person who they are. And I've learned firsthand how much responsibility I have to own in my relationships and partnerships and family dynamics and friends. Instead of still going, oh, well, he does this or she does that or no, it's I allow people to do this to me or I, I don't care about myself enough to get myself out of these situations or speak up for myself. And then once I learned how to do that, and I'm still learning, I think everybody continues to learn, <laughs> but it's, it's down to the cores of having good and passionate sex and having intellectual conversations and connecting on a deeper level and growing deeper partnerships and how to make long-term relationships get that back. I keep calling it the the sex, love, and relationship coaching, but it, it keeps changing on me. The more that I dive in and the more I learn. So, for you right now, what I've always liked is, like, the way you started the, um, you know, this, your description was by saying... You were talking about either I'm going to help this couple heal individually and collectively, or I'm going to help them decide that it's time yeah. to separate. And in a healthy way, but yeah. in a more yeah. amicable, yeah, where it's the blame game isn't being yeah. played. And it's okay that that the couple it you can be in a ten year relationship and it, it's just no longer. A lot of people get together based on not knowing who they are and then growing right. and like <laughs> the one thing that drives me to want to do this more is everyone goes well when I find my other half I'll be whole and I, I it, it isn't because you'll start to be with that person and you'll regret and resent because one you may not know who you are two parts of you aren't accepted anymore or or individual personalities are starting to grow and change because just like your skin changes every seven years I think that's it right every seven years you you grow and evolve and there's a beautiful thing when the partners are their own individuals and support all of that but when people start to change and they've already been the same person for five years it throws a huge wrench and it's like whoa 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 I'm not okay with this. I like how we've been doing. So then it's learning either to grow together and learning who you are and exploring that, or it's okay. I am so thankful for learning what I did with you. It's, it's time to go separate instead of the big, huge, painful, heartbreaking separations. And and I think that's so important because to be grateful for the fact that you mm-hmm. all did have amazing time together yep. but that now it's time your journeys no longer are yep. converging it's you can separate and 
but but I, I I don't get why that should be looked at as a failure. <laughs> a lot of people, um, in my own relationship, I my partner looked at me because we were at the five year mark, and everyone talks about the five year mark, the five year mark, and what I me personally realized at the end of five years, I was tired of being the person I I built myself to be for him. Right. I didn't know who I was. I was tired of my needs not being met. I was tired of feeling nothing in myself, in our relationship. And so I kind of looked at that. There's a point where one of the partners finally just breaks because they were somebody else to be in that partnership. And all of a sudden, the reality of, wait a minute, this isn't even me. That that's a normal thing. That's gonna happen. You're gonna grow. You're gonna meet new people. You're gonna experience new things, and it's gonna shift your your view a little bit. It's gonna. It's like going to Disneyland for the first time, and then going to Disney World. There's differences, and you're gonna take pieces with it, and then go to Harry Potter World, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm a total nerd. So <laughs> that's where those come in. But it's, you just start changing and, and altering. And that's, people start to blame people. Oh, well, you changed. Oh, well, you changed. That's not a bad thing. And it shouldn't be punished. It shouldn't be. Well, I mean, I think it's, one, it's hard to grow just mm-hmm. in general. Even though in certain aspects, I guess you could say it's natural. But just that transformation in itself you're going to experience the resistance. Oh, yeah. So there's that. But changing with another person is at the same time, at the same pace. Yeah. Really? And you're changing you're changing together in the sense of you all are yes. still complimenting each other. That's hard. That that I think that's virtually impossible. Um I don't think I think I heard what you said and hopefully what comes next makes sense. I don't okay. think both people can change at the same time. I at the same time, yeah, same think, pace, same direction. I, I think <laughs> like I I think one person can change and then hold the space while the other person I don't know how well it works. Right both people going oh well we're gonna try all these new things but I definitely feel like in a healthy situation where change is accepted and loved and nurtured I think one person starts to experience that and then goes as hard as it is be patient while the other person (laughs) catches up and does their changes and changes aren't bad in the sense of when you're growing when you change your whole identity so someone can love you I have a little issue with that well and then the other part is sometimes both people felt like they had yep. the other people in order for that relationship to even yep. work right so in different ways and I, and both people really not realizing it. And- everybody walks, if everybody walked in with this is who I am, 
love it or leave it. I think there would be a lot different um, approaches. Because I... hmm, How do I say this? If everybody was real, it would be, whoa, what the crap. But also... Real (laughs) upfront. Whoa, what the crap. And also, I really appreciate that. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to not, like, be bamboozled. Right. Because I I think it's like, you know, in my experience, I, I kind of have a theory, I guess, on this, like, you know, the first mm-hmm. three dates, you know, your first date, you're, you're going to try to shock mm-hmm. and awe them and wow, and you're leading with your best and, you know, you're presenting, uh, and I don't want to say the best version of yourself, but the but one that's going to make you, you go, think. um, oh, yeah. because yeah. it's not really the best version of yourself. That's why I say, I don't like saying that because it, it's, it's a facade. Yeah. But you're presenting a, a picture of yourself, an image, your best image. I'll say that. And the best part of yourself. You you plucked the part of you that can awe on the outside. Right, and then and then, but you're not really doing that self work no. internally. And so, and then the other person is doing the same. They're responding to that, and you know, usually at first there's someone who's more interested in the other so um sometimes those dynamics change sometimes they remain the same it depends um and then i think it's really when i think you see a lot of relationships break around the three to six month mark and that's because people can't put up that facade it's tough to it's tough to hold that up anymore it's like that. <laughs> you can do it for a while, but then it's like, oh, wait, we don't really know each other. Oh, yeah. hey, we're not compatible at all. That's why I know I know that some people just know and like it just clicks and it, it's there. But I think it's very important for a lot of people to, to wait on getting married. Not Not so much on the... Um, marriage is bad part but just the people don't really start showing themselves until after the first year and then by the by the five year mark you're pretty much sick of the half assness especially if you've been doing that throughout the course of your relationship and one thing I'll take total responsibility for I did put all the blame. I'm like, you don't do this, you don't do that. But I sure as hell wasn't doing it for myself. I wasn't giving myself those needs and meeting my needs. And I was expecting other people to do it. And that's a whole nother topic of why I love what I do. Because it is not your partner's responsibility to fulfill all of that. But a lot of us put that on. That's what a partner's for. And I can speak for myself in this regard. I feel like um, in some of the relationships I've been in, um, they'll say that, you know, because I try to be really supportive Mm. and, you know, see the best versions of them. And maybe they're not quite there yet. So they feel 
um, pressure to kind of live up to that that kind of expectation and you know the so sometimes they'll say well it's hard for me to be the real me around you and you know you only know this one part of me you only see what you want to see about me and you know because I'm, I'm not trying to focus on the negative aspects that I see but I'm not trying to hone in on them um do you see where you're doing them a disservice by doing that Okay. Absolutely. Not saying nitpick no. and be like, oh, but, you suck at this, but, you suck but, but holding the... No, but elaborate okay. on that, though. Elaborate why that is problematic. Um, seeing and expect... Expectations are horrible in a relationship. Horrible. And they... They're yep, killers. And they hear us or you or we hear... I know you can, I know this is in you. I know this is like, I can see it, but they can't feel it clearly. And then when, when we're in a fight or an argument, they're the view we have of them in our head is not the view they have in their head. And so we're loving the potential. We're over here. The expectations. Potential is poison. Yeah. And so then we put this weight or they put a weight on us of, I can't live up to that. So we're... You have to love the present yeah, person. It's it's very much that. And so when in that feeling, it's... I'm never going to live up to that person they put on a pedestal. And we're sitting here going, why aren't they even trying? Like, I know they can do it. And it, it's such a poison and it's such a disservice. Because then once you get to appreciate and come present and go... To, to today's version, not the future version that they could be. It's a whole different ball game, good or bad. Like it's a whole okay. Can I be okay with the fact of this may never change? Can I love that and accept that and know that this I'm loving them for exactly who they are right now, and it may never change. And that's a big thing to look at. It's a big thing to go. Okay, I'm either accepting this or I'm walking away. I think you can't love someone for the best version of themselves no. because who knows how often you're actually that person is actually going to present right? yep. but you have to love the person you have to love them in all their phases but you really have to love the worst version mm-hmm. of themselves too you have to be able to support that person yep. now you probably want to limit the worst versions of themselves yeah. you know and some people's worst versions aren't as bad as others, no. you know, if we're being honest, right? But you still have to understand that, respect it, and appreciate it. And you also have to express that you appreciate them like that. Yep. And Like, I, I can say in my defense, I was good with their worst sides. However, um, I think because emphasis wasn't put on their worst sides or, you know, some of their flaws that they didn't feel that way so let me understandably let me throw this at you Mm -hmm. just listening to this i would have such a hard time being your girlfriend because i would feel like i know i'm not perfect and you're making me sound perfect right and that that would drive me absolutely wild because it's you you put on this it's okay I'm going to accept you and not a lot of people are used to that not a lot of people can like get that 
and it's important to to remember the humanness and it's important to 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 um help them realize hey everybody's humans right and and i think that's important that's why i feel like my approach is to like not judge people because yeah. it's like i know i'm flawed i know other right. people are gonna be flawed but you know we're neither of us are perfect but maybe we're not perfect together and i think that idea of perfection and perfectionism yeah is something that i suffer with as an individual and i do and i really don't want to project that into a relationship right but sometimes it does seep out. It's it's and uh, I have to be responsible yeah. for those moments. It's uh, creating that it's undercurrent, a, you know. Exactly. It's a it's a default pattern. Right. It's what you know. It's how you like. It it takes a lot of re- rewiring for that. And I firsthand can say that I default a lot. It's getting easier to not default, but I default a lot into old patterns or old ways or old, like, well, this is what I was taught or this is what I learned. And then also not wanting to be um, too masculine or too feminine. Right. So, the, and the, the other part for me is, like, I think people... Like I, so like I, I try to just listen to people and not judge, mm-hmm. right? But I think in some regards, at some point, people want judgment mm-hmm. even more so than accountability, mm-hmm. and they want some consequences for their oh. whatever. Oh yeah, whatever it may be, you know. And I feel like for me. I don't feel like I want to be the one to give them consequences because I feel like you're going to find someone. There's other people out there who are going to do that probably before me. And if it doesn't work out after me, but what I want to present to you is rare. It's going to be one of a kind. So it's like, I I want you to be able to have that space where it's like, you can just be you, you can grow and that's not going to change the love I have for you. Because I love you as a person beyond anything. Um, <laughs> here's my next question. What is the issue with you giving the loving consequences? I think, um, a- again, different people receive it differently. Yeah. So I think in some cases it's been um, a matter of well I've never I've never had this opportunity before so I don't know what to do with it right I don't know what to do with someone you know and then also you also have to look at there are times when maybe the consequences I gave weren't loving right yeah so it's like which one is the real is 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 it actually loving or was which one's the error? Which one? So I think that's hard. Like, do you have an example? Okay, so there was a time when I said we're gonna use her. Okay, so 
we had an argument about something and I was I called her out and was just like you know um I pretty much I don't think I came right out and said it but I pretty much called her a whore okay right and then which you're reacting from a hurt place from a hurt place. It's not right, but, but it was a hurt. It's not right, but it, 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 it it's what I did. Yeah. You know. So but a little background on her. Um and I'm not gonna give any names or anything like that. I mean No reason I, to. But right right, no reason to. You know, I, I say that for the audience yeah. benefit, not your benefit, because people are weird. People like but, the details. They like they yeah, like to be in I'm, it. <laughs> We're, we're not doing that, you know, but here, here's the lesson from it all. That's what we're focusing on yeah. here at Game Gurus. How we can but... change how the views on it and teach you not to do it or teach it to, to this way or that way. <laughs> right. So, but, um, I, what I, she, she had been, you know, she, she had experienced, um, you know, sexual trauma, both, you know, mm-hmm. rape and then, you know, molestation as a child. So, in my mind, you really can't, from my experience, you really can't say that to someone who's been through that trauma. Especially as someone who... Hasn't dealt with it and healed with it? Hasn't dealt with it, hasn't healed with it, and is pro- and may be exhibiting... Um hurt behavior mm-hmm. right and then because i can tell you right now someone called me that to my face and i've done the work that i've done i'd laugh and go all right but someone who is still in that very fragile state and, and so that's a horrible not to you but like that's just they hear that and it, it and it's the worst yeah. thing ever yeah really and especially from a person who um had been supportive of you, mm-hmm. someone who claims to love you, right? And the safe space. As they see the ba- yeah. the best in you and all that. So you really, you really can't say that. Um, but you did. And so, <laughs> but I did, right? <laughs> so, and, and, and let me tell you, even in that state of mind, this happened several years ago, but I knew then you really can't say yeah. that. I knew when I said it that yeah, and you can't take can't take things back after they're out. You really can't take it back, and the you know the other side of it was what she was doing right. was, I mean, it she wasn't exhibiting the best behavior. Like, so get a little more context. She had. Um, you know, had a, a one night stand with a old boyfriend who was married. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you know, and ad- adding to that, she had, um, you know, she was in a relationship at the time, mm-hmm. and then, you know, she she ended up getting, um, pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then ended up having a miscarriage, mm. right? Yeah. 
but she was still trying to put the accountability on the two other, you know, mm-hmm. her boyfriend and then the guy yeah. that she, you know. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, she was just like, well, she was saying, well, like, he, he, he was, you know, he didn't want to take responsibility when I was pregnant and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, you didn't know that was his kid or not. Right. And he's like, well, I made the other one use a con. Well, he, I mean, you, you didn't know. Right. It, it, it's probable that it was, but you didn't know. Okay. And you cheated. You did what you did. And, but I'm like, that behavior. And, and I, I just described the behavior and I said, oh, that's, so you want to consider that a, her and she said no and I'm like oh okay and that's you know so where did you learn that was that behavior um I guess <laughs> through through life okay. right through through my own um indoctrination okay. I guess on what would classify but I, I'll I'll kind of double down on that a little bit from her own this is me knowing mm-hmm. her for I think five years at this point and when I first met her um, you know she would have said if someone else had done that she would have called right. him a whore out of her right. own mouth so and, and then of course we all learn this from yeah. society right so but in my mind no that that's that's not acceptable behavior. Now, if we need to put a different term on it, then by all means, you know, you, you can give me, I think, the proper terminology <laughs> and be a source for that. I think resource. my point of it but, is trying to, to flip the switch a little bit and see where you think, look at it now. Um, like, hearing a little bit of the context and, and where your background from it is. What okay? If she took responsibility, would you still call her that? I don't. No. Think so so. It, it's more the irresponsible part than the. Well, well, well. I mean, the, the the behavior would still be. So I can't dismiss that. Okay. But I don't think I would have verbalized it the way I did. Okay. If the accountability was a little bit different, if that makes sense. Okay. I think it could have been a more loving place. Yeah. Okay. Um, being someone who has years and years and years and years of abuse under her belt. Right. Um, I remember stages where <laughs> put myself on blast where it was very inappropriate and very um, unsafe circumstances I put myself in sexually and I would blame other people and be like oh well they did this but now today I'm like you know what there's nothing wrong with sex period but taking responsibility of um, healing your trauma healing your stuff knowing what you're doing I mean it could be wrong or right but just knowing that that's what you're doing it's not someone else's fault whichever and I've with going into the sex coaching that I have and healing the trauma that I have it's 
like I immediately want to go to her defense and be like what if she wanted to have sex with the multiple partners that's nobody else's place to be like that's wrong and and I don't think that's okay. wrong I, I don't think a woman who wants to have sex with multiple yeah. partners I don't think there's anything wrong with that in an unhealed what? setting I, I sit there and go okay do you know why you're doing this I would, my contention with all of that would be, one, I, I don't think people should um, be in relationships with married people. Yeah. Um, unless. It's knowledgeable. If that's an open yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then I, you know, that that's between. I agree to that. All consenting parties in that regard, right? I agree to that. If you have an open marriage, what, what you do is what you do. No harm, no foul. And and they had a relationship before. They they probably should have actually been married. Yeah. Um, and, and if life didn't, didn't happen, working out. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and you know these these are two people who actually her her and him. You know I think did actually you know kind of have that on and off again, always together, um, romance. I don't, um, and, and I'll kind of touch back on that a little yeah. bit later, because from my perspective, she, the woman that we're talking about, she, the example I'm giving, she's my twin flame. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I do, you know, I always will have a lot of I was of like, there's other, thi- other fire to that hurt. <laughs> right. Yeah. No. And. And we, we, you know, were able to kind of move past that and be healthy. And, you know, we had fights all the time. Like, you know, she said hurtful stuff to me. I've said her, yeah. hurtful stuff. You know, she, I think she did more hurtful things to me. And then I said more hurtful things to her. Right. If that makes no, sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And. Um, Who can hurt the other more because of how right. they hurt back. But. um you know, I, I once said to her, I regret knowing you. I regret meeting you. Um, so you have a sword for true. a tongue. Yeah. Okay. You know. Um, and that, that that's not true. You know, I'll always appreciate our time together and I'll always love her. Yeah. Um, but... You know, kind of like with that being said, and to kind of answer your question, uh, but and I and I do think, you know, if she she because she was in a relationship based on the context of when that story mm-hmm. occurred, um, with someone else, it was during a time when her and I weren't even talking, so it wasn't like I was personal right. personally um, involved with it, but you know, the other guy that she was dating at the time, um. You know, really did care for her, um, and you know, she, she told me that you know she was thinking of marrying him and blah blah blah. So it was kind of an example of her own self sabotage, and he didn't, um, you know, he shouldn't have been cheated on. Now, if she wanted to do that, and they discussed that as a couple, again, that was that would be their business. Yeah, but I, I'm as a 
as someone who's I'm I'm not going to shame someone for promiscuity, man or woman. Mm-hmm. Um but cheating I, 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 I don't condone that in any way, shape, or form. I don't yeah. Because it hurts people. I don't condone it. I understand why it happens. I mean, I do too, but um you know, when you say but, everything before, before becomes null and void. I understand it, and... <laughs> I like that. Well, we'll keep that one. Well, we're going to go and. Um, and I think because I understand it, uh, I can help resolve it occurring, if that makes sense. And that brings us back to what we started talking about in the beginning being that honorable friend and being that honorable person and and doing the best you can to help be the support before that ever gets to that point yeah. or wa- <laughs> walking away and be like you know I can't be a part of this and, l- and let me say this I've been cheated on and I've cheated on people me too I have it's taken me you know, a long time to admit that but yeah you know so and 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 I'm talking about the type of cheating where it wasn't something that just happened it was something that I claimed mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so I've had that I've had the emotional cheating I've had the I know I'm gonna do this I and mean, I've also had the how the heck did I end up here yeah, the full gambit of yeah. all. <laughs> and then also so, been on the other side of it where I'm like, how could you do that to me? So it's... Right. it's, And not a so, lot of people will admit to that. So I, I don't want to be on a high horse here yeah. and act like I'm the moral police or right. authority on anything. I'm not. Oh, I won't let you be. Because... <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the whole point of you know to have these conversations is to be authentic yeah. you know so and that's the only way that we doing this and we as individuals can help make that ripple effect because some people feel like they have no one to talk to because everyone jumps in with their opinions of what they should do instead of here here's some tools I'm not going to make your choice for you Whatever you do, I'll support you, though. Right. Now, I think... And then people are... Uh, what I'm learning is people are really at different phases. Like, um, you know, I do a mentoring mm-hmm. program. And I have two students who... One of them... I used to be pretty close with both of them. I, more close to... Um, one of them, you know, I'm going to say student yeah. A, and then student we'll say student one, okay. right? Okay. To not, you know, because I don't want to be A, B, one, <laughs> two, like, better than me, all that. Okay, but there's one who, he and I um, kind of instantly were close and build a rapport with one another, and you know, he would come to me for advice. What should I do with this girl? What should I do with that? And so, slowly but surely, I'm explaining the game to him blah 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 and now he's on a trajectory where you know I say this you know kind of jokingly but you know seriously you know kind of a hall of fame trajectory right you know? he has the game he's a player he, he understands his mindset his mentality 
I love his perspectives, his actions. It's it's great. He's he still makes mistakes, but he knows how to overcome them. The recovery process. He he follows things, ch- hits all these checkpoints. And then there's the other one who you know asked me for advice. I don't really think he followed it. His and I relationship is kind of different. We're not not as close, and s- certainly recently. Um, you know, really not as close. And to this day, I don't think he even knows how to have a conversation. Yeah. Um, like he asked, he told me, he asked his parents, how do you talk to a girl? And his parents told him to talk about the weather. (laughs) Like legitimately (laughs) ask her about the weather. Like what? My grandfather calls me two days. He lives in Vegas. He calls me two days before the weather is supposed to hit me. So when you just said that. (laughs) Don't talk to the girl about the weather. (laughs) Just don't do that. Don't. That is. Don't take that advice. (laughs) So I'm like. You know, you, you kind of don't want to tell somebody don't listen to your parents. Right. But I'm like, uh, well, I'm like, here's what I would say. <laughs> you know? I was like, well, either like, okay, so getting background, how do you know her? Okay. You know, talk about the class, you know, talk about current events. I'm like, you can, but I'm like, really, you should start talking about yourself and seeing if anything you're saying about yourself sparks an interest in her or you could go the other route of really starting to find out information about her and or you can you mix know, both and go I really like this do you you're right yeah <laughs> you know the, the, all these options and he was just like oh okay and to, he's going in they're all going into college yeah. and I, and I, and I really don't think oh, I don't think he's ever been to a dance with a girl I don't think I you know, so it's he's gonna I'm know like, the weather. And, and I've well. offered, I've offered <laughs> to help him. You know, and I'm like, but at the same time, the difference between student A, yeah, and student one. Student A, listen, yeah, he absorbed it. He was opening to the other one. But that's just, a perfect example, though, of who your person or who your people you should be helping with, and. The other one, not that there's anything wrong, but the other one doesn't value that information the same way as student A does. Right. So you can sit there and say and say and say it and get so frustrated. Why aren't you doing this? But that's on you then. Because there's another student who will soak it all up. Yeah, you can help student one. Soak it all up. You can help student one all you want. And that's like me. I want to help the people like that that really need it and like just listen to me but they're not gonna hear you but then the other one's sitting there like tell me tell me tell me and a lot of your energy source is focused on the one like you're like I just just let me shake you and let me tell you (laughs) because it's like you know student A you know is you know the more popular student one not so much but it it all goes back to social skills Mm -hmm. he Student A had a higher talent initially, but I think student one 
probably want to be on the career arc of you know the trajectory of student a mm-hmm. but he could at least have maybe gone to a dance with the girl or right something like that you know like maybe had a girlfriend maybe you know but you know it's like you, you think talking to girls about the weather might work for you i just don't <laughs> i mean it's like I'm willing to do the work with you, but we, we have a lot of work to do if you think that's going to work out for you. Right. So. But it, it's, it's very interesting. Yeah. it's. I'm, I am looking forward to all the discussions that we're going to get to have. Most definitely. So, you want to come back? You want to do another couple of episodes being a... a, a a special guest co-host and then maybe we'll decide then to make it official run the world together i would love to, to come back and discuss a few more things and uh see how our our relationship grows and our dynamic grows <laughs> and see where our differences differences play out and where we can help everybody else that's listening and and maybe hear from other people too and see where we can help absolutely i'm looking forward to all those conversations i am too i appreciate you having me on well we're signing off today um this is a great conversation for you to listen to while in quarantine (laughs) yes and you know we don't have to be uh take this time to be patient and grow and if you're stuck in the house with someone you're in a relationship with use us as resources send us in questions yeah definitely especially in in situations where now you have to kind of have a relationship (laughs) yes yes like heather how can the people find you um i on instagram if you what is my instagram I think it's underscore taboo underscore soul underscore. Um, And then Heather Nicole Taboo Soul on Facebook. I like the whole taboo soul part because there's a whole bunch of aspects that not a lot of people like to talk about. So I'm excited to start talking about it. Yes. Um, Any final thoughts? Um, uh, I guess final questions. Even I, th- I think my last question I would like to have is kind of out. Oh, I'm back. Hello, you went out. Um, okay. It would be that if you could have one eye-opening part of how to be a better person in your relationship, what would what would that question be? How, what would you ask for help with? Very great question. Um, <laughs> I think there's so many things. Right? I'm trying to think of I think maybe it goes back to me and I have to practice maybe better self-love 
um, and more intentionality for mm-hmm. I'm willing to give a lot in a relationship, but what is what am I willing? But what do I need to? I guess demand maybe is I don't, I don't know. That sounds what? like a really strong word, but uh, what do I need to? What do I need oh, in a relationship? I am very happy that that is the response you just gave. Because I'll give you a snippet now, but I'd love to have a whole nother podcast just on self-love and your needs as a person in a relationship, if you wouldn't mind having that kind of a podcast. Um, and the best way Absolutely. I could say it, it's not demand, it's your non-negotiables. It's your, I can't have a relationship without these things. And being solid on that and not wavering and not overgiving or um, settling or not having your needs met and that's a big deal especially for caregivers and peacemakers and lovers we tend to not worry about our needs and that's what happens at the five-year mark you start to explode and go wait what about me (laughs) so I would love to talk more about you with that I have sure. one quick final question for you. Are you currently in a relationship? I am. I am in an, I'm actually in an open relationship, um, but we aren't practicing anything with it. Um, awesome. I have, awesome. I have known my partner for 13 years. We did the dance for a long time. Um, I We would come together and separate, come together and separate. else and that did not work and I did a couple other very abusive relationships and I finally woke up one day and was like nope and he plopped back into my life and it's been a beautiful and very painful last five and a half years because just like I've been saying I, I was somebody else because I didn't think I was worth it and I wasn't worthy and now I'm like <clears throat> yeah no we're we're gonna flip this and make sure my needs are met too. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, I'd love to dive deeper in that as well. So I think we have at least another two episodes that we hey, can knock out together. I bet you <laughs> they'll sprinkle out a couple more. So I'm looking forward to exploring this and and jumping on ship with you. Absolutely. Well, we will see you on the next episode. This is Game Gurus, and remember to like us on like us and um, on Instagram. Well, actually, we don't have an Instagram. <laughs> yeah, haha, I lied. But uh, write reviews for us on Apple Podcasts and let Google us Podcasts let me know if you guys and... would like me more on if you would like me on more episodes. I think the people love you. Oh, I, I get that you. sense. I get that feeling. So. Um, but yeah, share the podcast, help us grow, um, send it to your friend that needs a little game. So we are out of here. Peace. Peace, love, and purpose. (laughs) Bye, everybody.